which also i would like to say we're already getting like over 40 people watching don't know who you are like we just said i don't know 40 people so <laughs> yeah i know like 20 i know like the three that listen pretty constant but everybody else hey yeah. don't know you but thanks oh that guy's full of shit mm-hmm. it's like oh no mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy's me yeah <laughs> Here we are. I think the first thing. I don't know why my instinct was to say howdy. I mean, I was look like, what you're wearing. <laughs> I don't think this is very southerny. What are you in 1883? Riding your horse? Okay, sure, I could see that maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, you got me. First thing is we are on Spotify. So if you want to watch the, or listen to this without having to watch, click the lock. If you don't want to see our ugly faces and yeah. you just want to hear our soothing voices. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Makes you want to puke. <laughs> yeah, you can go to Spotify and listen. I think it were like Apple Music or whatever it is, Apple Podcasts. Um, Basically, whatever Amazon. normal places you listen to podcasts, if it's not on a weird app or website, yeah. it's probably on there. Yeah. That way you don't have to, you can just put it in your ears to go for a run or whatever it is. I, there's, it's weird how there's certain podcasts that I will listen to and certain ones that I would never listen. Like it would be so random to listen to for me. I, I, I have to watch them. Yeah. There's some that I, ha- I, I like watching better. <clears throat> I would never just listen. No, Mind Pump I'll listen to, Huberman I'll listen to. Yeah. Um, well, it's usually those ones, like the informational, informational ones. Informational ones, yeah. That were the visual isn't really doing that much, but it's like the comedy ones that we watch. Yeah. You're going to want to watch them just because it's... The reactions too and yeah. like how animated that they are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even though they're also no... Like they also have a talent for making their voice animated and fun and exciting. Yeah. But still, it's like, I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. It just wouldn't be the same, I don't think. I used to listen to Crystalia's Just Listening because I would do it like on the way to work. Yeah. And there'd be some things where I'm like what is what is going on yeah like you can't see any of his just like pauses so it's just like silences well and so many of them put so much into the video too and like the production part of it that's like you know it would be it's more than just the conversation i guess sure Ooh, so deep Ooh. more than just the conversation yikes (laughs) i'm hitting all levels today Do you have things that you want to talk about? I'm trying. I'm trying this little pen and paper idea here. I know. I kind of, I I do tend to like to write things down, but I think with this, because we're going to do so many of them, I also want to be able to kind of like scratch them off once we've already talked about them. Um, So yes, I do have, and to be able to look things up because what I'm wanting to talk about one of them today, I want to, I need to have it on my computer to look at it. Um, Okay, so I think we could start with, I've been listening to Ryan Holiday, yeah. actually quite a bit on different yeah, podcasts, like um, and I just listened to him on Theo's, which also is like, why Theo would gets you such even cool people. <laughs> well, it's just like, we're talking about like stoicism, and then there's Theo. It's like, yeah. how do you relate to this at all? How are you able to have any input or even questions about it? It's like yeah. when he um, interviewed... Uh, what was that other guy that he interviewed? Like a, a famous, it's going to be. Oh yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Such an obvious name. Why can I not think of that? 
it's like what would you possibly have anything to talk about that's what i just don't him. like he's just so nice and i think sure. probably so easy to talk to that's why he gets a bunch of these people but it's like yeah how are you getting ryan holiday malcolm gladwell mm -hmm. rfk jr like how are you getting all of these people and these like intellectuals that you would think that those people wouldn't want to sit down and talk to him yeah. which is maybe rude to say i don't know but i guess i don't mean it to be rude but it's like they're always amazing podcasts because it's like theo's just so good at conversation and talking to anybody that it's like it's like he's i don't know i think he just he he's so not insecure about anything sure that it's like anybody can talk to him and i wonder if those people watch and listen to his podcast and they're like oh i'm not gonna go on and like get attacked or i'm not gonna go on and i don't know i don't know just rambling but so since we're so cool. both kind of in this era right now and kind of like into that i think it'd be fun for the next few episodes to just maybe bring up one of his meditations and then discuss yeah we and we can do, do a few of them because i feel like they're short and what and meditations you mean like the his um, famous quotes from his marcus aurelius book. yes not ryan holiday correct yes um that's just like typically his conversations are about marcus aurelius like that's like his yeah and i'll be all person yeah okay i have two right off the bat that i do want to talk about yeah one of them and i think this is kind of a a hot topic in this Ooh. in this household sometimes <laughs> um okay everything we hear is an opinion not a fact everything we see is a perspective not the truth my takeaway of that is a lot of what is going on now and i, I feel like most people say like in society now it's like th this has probably happened everything's already over happened. and over and over again but it's just yeah. we're seeing it in different perspective different perspectives of creating your own idea on things and also diving deeper into the truth of things and um and to me that's also like questioning yourself on your own beliefs and kind of trying to be able to evolve you can't evolve unless you're trying to adapt and change and better yourself that i think nowadays we're finding just ways to be safer and simpler and more comfortable that we're allowing that new reality to be like this is good this is healthy this is something that we should be thinking about or doing when it's like there's no facts based on that or there's no like proof to back that up yeah well and i, th I think like there's it's like what you you kind of started by saying like we've we always say this about society. It seems like, you know, it's like our parents, their parents are always like, things are changing. The world's changing. It's just different now. And, and I think in a lot of ways it is, but it's just new faces to the same problems kind of thing. And I, I think as a, as a society more and more now, I think we're uncovering um, different challenges and different truths. Like, there hasn't been so much emphasis on knowing the truth and everybody has this like burning desire to know it now. And I think what's interesting about it is as soon as you think it is true, 
something changes and shows you a different perspective of it and things are different now or and then you have these people that they just can't not change their mind about things they can't be fluid with the way that they think that's like once they get comfortable with a train of thought they just stay right there and they can't break outside of that and i think that's the like going going off of that quote I think something to add to it is just you have to be able to be fluid with those things too. Cause even the quote is kind of funny of talking about how like everything is an opinion and whatever. And the way that it's spoken is in factual form. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, that's just this guy's opinion then that I don't know. It's, it's, there's so many interesting layers to it of like, that's why I love these, these quotes because they apply to pretty much everything and this one especially is very broad that I think if you can think of people and the conversations that you're having with people um, and try to have this quote kind of in the back of your mind, like, oh, these are just their opinions. These are just their perspectives. They've seen different things than I have, or maybe they've seen the same thing, but have a different perspective of it. And it's just so hard not to be so insulted by it. Or when you think something is so factual and so true, that is the thing to to look at even more in yourself, which I think is kind of going off of what you were saying of like, you need to really look into why you think that way so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's very weird to be so sure about something. Like it's so, it's so weird. And I think it's just, I think why people do it is there's a comfortability in it. They don't have to think about it anymore because they know where they stand to where I think the real, I don't know, my opinion is the the healthy area is kind of somewhere in the middle is being a little bit fluid or it's being a little bit like, yeah, I believe in this, but I also know I can be proven wrong or shown a different perspective of this. And maybe everything I know about it crumbles or there's a little bit of a, you know, a break in the structure with it of like, I believe in this still, but I can see where there's a weak point, And now I need to find a way to shore up that weak point. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, li- I like the questioning yourself. Because some of the things I think that we think about or that we're so sure on or that we have an opinion on or like we live our life based off of our thought process on that. It could be true or it could have been true for a different version of ourselves. Yeah. So totally. keep updating of like okay, I do think that, but is that, you know, meant for an old version of me that no longer needs to be around or that's no longer even true for myself? Like, I actually don't believe in that anymore. That yeah. it's just a good um, accountability check-in, I think. Well, and you, you continue to grow up and have experiences and learn different things. And then those things start to, your perspective of stuff starts to change mm-hmm. and your opinions start to change. And I think those are the obvious things, but some people won't won't change on those things they won't change their ideas about it because there's you know whether something hurt them or they have an insecurity about something or whatever um they just or were told by somebody that they you know really respect and it's like well if they said it it has to be true kind of thing yeah um you just you start to get more experience and and maturity and 
it's like you have to analyze it i think that's something that we're just so big on is just why why are we thinking the way that we think you know it's like even this morning and today we're both just kind of like something doesn't seem right and we just talk and talk and talk and try to figure it out and try to figure out where it's coming from and what's going on and dissecting every little part of it it's like i'm not feeling inspired to work out why is that why why can't i do it i'm still going and doing it because i know that's what i should be doing but it's like how can i figure out how to make this work and Mm -hmm. it's like it's funny the different paths you go down because you start to find like oh it has nothing to do with working out like I'm just not inspired by just things. Life yeah. in general right now. It's like, yeah. well, I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm, I have this like inspiration to do something and I want to create something and, and build something. But I think because it's not being channeled into something, it's affecting other things now where now I don't really want to go work out. I don't really want to go for a morning walk. I don't really want to go for an afternoon walk. I don't want to do any of these things because I'm I'm fueled with this like inspiration to do something, but it's none of those things and those yeah. aren't fulfilling it. And it's like I think we go right to the thing of, well, I'm not inspired to work out, so what's I need to change my workout program. I need to, mm-hmm. you know, do this, do that. Maybe I need it this way or at this time and it's like actually it has nothing to do with that. Like I need to take this inspiration and channel it somewhere else and then it'll have this kind of radiation effect and maybe go into these other things and I think even just with the conversation that we had today about it like I'm already feeling better mm-hmm. and I'm already wanting to go work out and go exercise and like just having a different attention about the exercises now or the workouts of like oh yeah I'm getting my cup filled over here now now like this can be settled and like we can go at it again. It's like something a little bit is wrong. And until you kind of fix that, I think everything else starts to be weird. And then Mm -hmm. it'll go away once you once you find whatever that is. And I think even coming from a a positive, it even doesn't have to be something like, oh, this is going wrong. I need to analyze it. Or this is something that's talked a lot about in society. Do I believe that or not? Um, it could be from positive things too. Like we're, we've been discussing school, like the school system a lot lately. And of course, classic us fashion of, do we have kids? No. Are we so many years away from our kids being in school? Yeah. But are we We discussing the education system and how, what we like to do and We're just so stupid and annoying that way. Like we will just, (laughs) when we, we, we just talk about everything. We have to find something to talk about. It's like if we don't, even if we don't yeah. have the situation, we're like, so but what, what would you do? In this yeah, situation? <laughs> what would you do? So what about this? And then it's a freaking four day conversation about well, it. Well, I think because it's kind of weird how it's kind of all meshing together, but I'm really diving into a new podcast that I'm listening to is about child development and a, the this one teacher is bringing on a bunch of different specialists and teachers and doctors and kind of breaking down common situations in like younger, like ages maybe two to five um education and development and stuff and what's her name what's the podcast um the podcast and i can put it uh, note it for myself i'll put it down below in the description i think it's called not always cute or not so cute um yeah can you write that film not so cute uh it has a i'm not gonna lie it doesn't have like a very cool looking um slam like cover page like 
it wouldn't be something i would click on but i was the people that i love those it's like your content fluff your content is the you know your information is the important part right it's like that's where all the focus is right and she had um the one that i just recently listened to she had a doctor on it they talked about how you know in younger ages like we're not meant to just sit at a desk for eight hours a day like she's like you know we didn't have an excuse before because we didn't have the information we didn't have the data to back up that this isn't necessarily how kids learn the best but she's like we have no excuse like we know the information now we have the research we have done so much research to back this up that like kids need to be moving she's like you need to take a mental break like every 10 minutes it's like especially with the young kids she was like (laughs) and she was laughing while she was saying this she's like kids are literally falling out of their chairs because they don't have the physical and muscular strength to like it was like the proprioception i think was what she was saying they have like no awareness of their space around them and how to like move like because your proprioception is like your awareness of space (laughs) that they're just like falling out of their chairs because they don't know how to move they don't know how to be active because they're not they're not learning they don't build their motor skills as well as they used to yeah and she was saying like kids know how to swipe on an ipad but they don't have the strength and the awareness to rip a piece of paper she's like and she's she's been in the school system i think for like 45 or 50 years but then during that time she kind of transitioned into you know more of the brain chemistry around it and she's like it's such a such a dramatic shift that we're seeing and the things that we're seeing are just like these kids are getting so weak and like it's not they're not getting smarter either like it's not like they're developing over here so then they're it makes up for over here it's like it's just a decline all around um so just learning about that and then we also are both teaching this family of kids that's just like it's they're the best kids i have ever met or taught (laughs) and so that i'm just seeing them i'm just trying to break down like it is a family of gonna be six i think six six kids. kids and it's just like how are how are you guys so well behaved you're so smart like they're so i don't know i've like I said i have never met kids like this and to think like oh there's six of you like how are your parents managing all of you and you're all turning out to be really awesome kids and they're homeschooled also so yeah. it's just kind of diving deeper into like why are you so awesome and it could be have nothing to do with that but again like i say the analyze this is something that's interesting. This is something that I think is going positively. Let me try to break that down. Let me try to understand yeah. what's going on here because now I want to know how do, how do I think about it? What are my opinions? And being able to use that for my own, you know, decision making down the line or whatever. But yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, with them, like one of the things that we came to is they just, they talk about all of the different things they're doing and they're just so active, like all the time. Yes. That it's like, they're the, the most active kids. It seems like we've taught but they're the most calm in the class. They listen the best. They're the most respectful, well-behaved. And it's like you pair that with the information of like kids falling out of chairs in class because they're not building their proprioception and their motor movements. And you want to talk about those, the motor skills for those kids? Like oh, yeah, their awareness crazy. of their body is insane. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. So it's like, you know, is there a correlation there of these kids are way more active. They're getting a ton of activity. And they're also the most chill and calm and respectful. It's like, 
you know, you can draw, is there a correlation? It's like, mm-hmm. maybe there's, maybe there's some connection there and it just makes, makes us think about it and talk more about it of like, I think in, in, in a lot of ways we underestimate activity and movement and exercise and all that kind of stuff. We think it's just like for our body and health and that sort of thing. But, um, like these kids are so well-behaved and calm that it's like how much of it is just they're they're, so active throughout the day that it's getting out of the system kind of yeah they're getting that like antsy anxious you know fidgety stuff out and they're not irritated all the time and anxious all the time because they're they're expending a ton of energy Mm -hmm. like they should be because they're kids and now they listen Mm -hmm. now they do what they're asked to do and they're just generally calm and they don't throw fits they don't Mm-mm. like they're not disruptive and it's just like it's a it's interesting to see that and then to see like what you're doing it's like huh i wonder if they're just really great kids and anomalies in a way yeah. just have good parents or is it something with the homeschool the ton of activity and all that kind of stuff yeah and it's cool to see because that family there's a like we got to see like the different ages and how each of them are kind of different. Like the youngest is probably four, four or five. No, she's got to be four, three or four out of the, the youngest one. She's got to be like a fresh four. There's younger than, well, yeah, the baby, but we don't, we don't teach him. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I would love it, but I don't think that's down the line. It's like two maybe. Um, yeah. So the youngest is four and the oldest is probably seven going on eight. So to kind of yeah. see the the difference in ages and how they're all very similar and have the same kind of attributes and uh, yeah, it's just, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. The youngest one, that's the only one that kind of like has a little bit of extra energy. But like I said, like <laughs> it's just when she gets excited, it's, <laughs> but yeah. she still knows how to control it. There's no like, I don't know what to do with this. And then she reacts in a, in a negative way. She's like, she gets really excited and she just like, go like this and. <laughs> Like I said yesterday, like she has to hug somebody if she gets really excited and then it dissipates. If yeah. She's able to focus, but she just like needs to get that out of her system really fast, but it doesn't disrupt the class. Yeah. Okay. I, I think with the, the opinions and the perspective, I don't know. I'm finding more and more like, I just, I agree with that so much because I'm just shown all the time that there isn't hard truths. And I think that's why I was saying, like, if you're so stubborn about something and the way you think about something, it's like, that's not like, you're just going to get shown in some way that it's not real. Like mm-hmm. your belief in it or the truth in it is just not a hundred percent. that's why I just, I, I find myself more and more just opinionless and kind of perspectiveless because it's like this person will say one thing the other person says another and they contradict each other and it's like but i can see both people's points Mm -hmm. and i think when you separate yourself from your own thoughts your own ideas sometimes and you hear somebody else and it's like oh yeah i could see why you would make that decision it's like so how is this true that what what i've known before how is it true because in their situation you know you would maybe do the same thing or you see their perspective And it's just, I find myself more like, I don't have an opinion about it. I have, I have, I have somewhat of an opinion, but it's like, it can easily be swayed or changed in a different direction. And I don't know. I just, 
I feel so much more comfortable in this kind of fluid middle sliding back and forth thing because I think that's just what life naturally does rather than picking one hard stance and sticking with it and then like really being crushed when what you've thought and known is discovered to like not be true yeah. and it's hard evidence of it or whatever and it's like well you didn't have to hold on to that belief so much like that's not that's not uh like you it's not mm -hmm. and i think areas that we're even pretty um certain for our own life on we i think we tend to allow more room for learning like i think like because I, I don't want to contradict what we're talking about but it's like but you no, know, that's with, 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 with like fitness and health and you know certain things that we have in our life we're very true to that and we believe in it but it's also based off of because we want to learn more we want to dive into it we it's not just like well i heard this so i'm going to go with it it's like we dive into why do we like it what are the benefit the benefits that we're feeling is that real or does that have any some like proof or science to back that up or you know being also flexible with this worked for us at a certain time and now it's kind of moving on to this or that this could be totally different for someone else but in general we have a belief in that or an idea about something about that but it's still open to the evolving like i'm talking about yeah well and i think this kind of goes into one of the things i want to talk about was just identity and we had a brief conversation about it a week ago or so and just the like kind of kind of picking apart identity and and trying to figure out what almost like what's the best way to have or to put an identity because i think we all kind of naturally we're picking certain things or we want to have a certain identity and but i think we kind of pick the wrong things we pick the things that if it goes away we then pick, you we go pick, away then you don't matter well it's like we pick things that that can go away you know sure. you, you pick something of like my identity is i'm a lawyer and it's like well once you're not a lawyer say you retire it's like what are you then and i think people have these big crises because of those situations yeah. retirement or like the midlife crisis or whatever and I feel like we have a lot of those stages where we get rid of our old self. Yeah, but it's like, in my opinion of it, is you're attaching to the wrong things. Yeah. You're attaching to things that, that will go away at some point rather than the things that, like, you have control over. It's like, have an identity of, like, I'm a really hard worker because mm -hmm. you're in control of that and you can always be that and have that. It's like examples like that rather than I'm a lawyer or I'm a football player. It's like there's so many professional athletes that they will retire or they're no longer a player because they're maybe not good enough. And their whole identity is crushed mm -hmm. because that's all they've ever thought they are, all they've ever thought their worth is. And now it's gone. It's like, well, you picked wrong things. Like you should have picked things of like, no, I'm a hard worker. I have integrity. I'm, you know. I, I just like almost like broad things in a way well like you said things that you can take into any situation or most yeah. situations yeah. like it's not i'm a thing that is separate of me it's i'm bringing these things with me yeah these are a part of me that i do that i act upon not 
uh, a noun. <laughs> and not not like, and things that can just be gone and taken from you. Mm-hmm. You know, or or you retire and you move on from it. It's like you don't ever need to move on from having integrity. Like that's not something that's put on you or taken away from you. It's like you have the choice of being that all the time. To where I think people they're like, oh, I'm a mechanic. And that's my identity and that's who I am. I'm a football player and that's who I am. It's like, well, what happens when you're not that anymore? Because that thing can go away. It's like you need to pick the things or or look at yourself and your identity as things that you have control over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the stupid shit we think of and talk about. And like really think about I like... Know. Because it's like, how many people get so destroyed over these types of things? And part of me goes like, that's so weird. Like, why do we do that? Why do we get so destroyed? It's like, it's just like, it's just uh, something that didn't work out. Yeah. But I think, I think it's, it's a part identity of, thing. Yeah. Because I think we want to assign ourselves. Yeah. We want to assign ourselves to a certain group, a certain community, a certain way of life, even that. I, th- I don't know. I don't know if we assign ourselves because we don't want to feel like we're alone or if it's because then that limits eliminates more options and like it, it just simplifies things of like, yeah. well, if I'm someone that like a category of a person, like I'm someone that likes to, you know, live in cities and i like to you know i'm a hard worker i'm a businessman i'm someone that you know wants to be like in the one percent doing crazy things okay now you can't think about well what kind of maybe parent do i want to be it's like that person's not having kids okay get rid of that yeah. well what kind of you know person should i be to you know in, my, in a relationship it's like well that category of person would act like this so that's already decided for me it like eliminates all like a lot of other things that most people should be thinking about because it's just a part of life to where you go well my category of person or my community they're doing this yeah and that's where you start to get like almost um uh what word am i thinking of well it's like it it almost becomes stereotypical it's like that's when i say lawyer it's like everybody kind of thinks of the same thing right they have a general idea of how that person acts and what they do and and I think it's exactly what you're saying. It's like they just... It gives you seeing, the answers to fill in the blank yeah. of who you should be. Yeah. You don't have to figure out who you are and be your own person. Right. And it's like that. That's easy. But it's like this shit we talk about all the time. It's like the easy stuff is not going to be the most fulfilling or, or the happiest. It's like you're going to be happiest when you're figuring out who you are and dissecting those things. So it's like you are a lawyer, but you really love family. And well, go ahead. Y- then again, going back to the, you're not questioning yourself because then how many times you go, well, okay, this is basically the package of what this kind of person would be. But then if you don't analyze like, oh, but I don't like that. Or that is, that doesn't connect with me, but my kinds of people, they do that. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have a family. I'm not going to have a, in this scenario, I'm not going to have a relationship that's good or whatever. And then 10 years down the line, and you don't have that job, you don't have the same, you know, the same money, you're not in the 1%, you don't have that same drive anymore, because you actually realize you don't give a shit about the job. Now you want a family, you're like, Oh, I could have had this the whole time. But I didn't think about do I want that or not? It's just the people around me that are kind of like me or in my category, weren't doing that. 
but now I miss out on this time of actually doing what I want to do because I didn't think about it for two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Or I didn't think about it. Maybe I thought about it, but you didn't act on it. Yeah, you didn't You didn't come become your own person. Yeah. You just, you fit the category and you just went along with that. Even though like you could maybe feel things are a little different, a little wrong or not you and you're maybe making compromises or sacrifices that you're really like, this isn't what I feel like is who I am or what I should be doing. And, and it's just the identity, the identity thing. It's like you just attach to it because that's what everybody else seems to have done. And now when you get to this point where you don't want to do it anymore or you retire and it's like, well, I can just be whoever I want or whatever I want. And that's where people just go and they attach to a different identity now. It's like, yeah, because that's stressful, I think, for people. Well, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's easier to just like. You know, it's like you're playing a video game. It's like, what character do I want to be? You just pick the character rather than creating your own and doing all your own stuff. It's just easier to do. I wonder if we change the verbiage with younger kids. Because I think of like, you know, we were growing up, those cliques and groups start to naturally happen anyways. That's just a part of, I think, maybe that dynamic or school. But, you know, we always heard like, be unique, be unique, be unique. It's like, it's not about really being unique. It's just about being in an individual. Yeah. Like create your own person. Who are you as an individual? That doesn't need to amount to anything, be anything, be in any sort of category, have to look like anything we've seen before, but it doesn't have to be special. Yeah. It's like, just be your own person. Come yeah. up with your own ideas, your own thoughts, your own actions. But we're, you know, told to like, you got to be different and do it different. Yeah. But then we're also clumping up into these groups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard yeah, to be, be unique. unique. That's hard to do. Be special. Be one of one. And yeah. It's like, it, it's funny. how hard that is to be one of one. There's too many people. <laughs> well, and that's like, it's also, it's so difficult because of all the outside influences, but it's also, it's somewhat simple because it's just like, you just have to l- like learn your brain and how you think and mm-hmm. like just do what you want to do and do what you like to do it's like i really hate football but i'm part of this group it's like <laughs> what no like go paint <laughs> that's yeah. what you want to do it's like i think we just it's the outside influences that get you yeah especially at that age you're just trying to fit in yeah it's like if you can somehow figure out how to that's what literally everybody's doing though Everybody's just trying to fit in. It's like, stop trying to fit in. Yeah. Just be yourself. And naturally, you know, whoever's supposed to be around is going to come around. But nobody trusts that. Nobody believes that. I know. You know, it's like I, I always thought growing up that I would have a ton of friends and just like always be hanging out with friends and doing this and doing that. And it's like, I have one friend. And it's you. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want anybody else. <laughs> Like, I don't want any other friends. You're just, like, making it really efficient. It's like, you're my friend and my girlfriend. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, let's just put all into one person. Honestly, that, like, if you me. can do it all, I'm let's pra- just simplify. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah. and that was just because I wanted to fit in. Or it was, like, a certain idea of what mm-hmm. would be fun and fulfilling and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, the older I got and still do, the more I'm like, I don't want to be around people. Yeah. Ever. It's like, 
you're cool and good. Let's just stick with that and go with that. I don't need 400 people, right? You know, going to parties all the time. Well, and I don't, I don't know if it. Maybe that's a personality type because what I'm about to say is going to sound like if you have a lot of friends, you don't do this. I just, I personally, I like to if I'm in a relationship with somebody, whether that's you know a boyfriend or a friend or family members like I want to put a lot of time into them and I want to and I just personally don't have the bandwidth to do that with a lot of people yeah like it's silly but it's like okay the example that I said today of like all the people that I work with I would be able to order like a drink for them I would know what they want like out of the 15 people that I work with it's like because I want to put a lot of thought and care and like remember things about them and remember, mm. you know, their, their family members names and what's going on with them. And I can't do that with so many people. I just, I don't have the brain bandwidth to be able to do that and check in on people and text them and see how they're doing. And you know, if something's going on in their life, like be involved in that, Yeah. that some people can, they can do that with a bunch of different people or friends. They like to have just a more surface level, like just, fun hang out kind of stuff i'm just not good at that that yeah i would rather like more of the small small groups pretty much do and then just like really dive into those people yeah well yeah i mean it's whatever's fulfilling to you yeah like whatever you enjoy and like and for me it's like our families is plenty for Mm -hmm. me like that's good um i don't need that's something that's like switched for me where it used to be like, you know, I want to hang out with friends and as many different people and all that kind of stuff. And it's totally changed of like, no, I'll stick with the same, you know, 20 people kind of thing. Yeah. Especially when you're with them your whole life. It's like, you're going to be 20 different versions of yourself. Oh yeah. Also like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's the same, you know, group of people, but you're all going to be 20 different people in the lifetime that I know you. So yeah. that's going to be enough to manage and juggle and, yeah, everybody's constantly adapt to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think with uh, that's why I'm also so excited to have kids at some point is just to like expand the team. Like I feel like we have so much fun together and we just like and, uh, most people would not most people. I would say some people would think like, "Oh, that's super unhealthy." Like your guys is your best friends and you it's like it's too many things, too many people to fit into one person. But it just so works with us. That's like, oh, I just want to expand our crew. Yeah. Just thinking about like being with our kids or like I was like going out to eat with them. It's just like our <laughs> group of people. I just cannot wait for it. It's just like, oh, we're just having so much fun together. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the same thing. I, just us and yeah, just a couple other things running around. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't need. I don't need the big, I don't know, party scene, whatever. Bunch of friends, bunch of stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm so over it. Yeah. Yeah. I like to be very comfortable with the people around me. So I think that's also it. It's like I need to take time with people. Yeah. So it's like the more comfortable I can be with you, that's kind of like the sweet well, it's spot. It's just like, I, I don't know. I just, it just does not interest me. It doesn't interest me. It's like not where I would want to put any more time sure is to like meet new people that i'm like why i got enough people 
I'm open to meeting new people, but I want it to be very, I can tell now when it's going to be easy and when it's kind of not going to be a good fit and it's going to be hard work. Like, like Abby, it's all hard I guess work for me. it's like, I just fell into that friendship so easily. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, are we best friends? Like it was kind of one of those of like, when did we put all this work in to have like such an awesome relationship? Yeah. Because it just like kind of seamlessly happened. We didn't have, I'm not like, I want to be your friend. So I need to remember to ask about her. I need to remember to, t- you know, text her to ask about this thing. It's just like, it just kind of flowed. And then we're like, when did we get this close? Like it kind of just fell upon us. Mm-hmm. I will only do it if it's that. And that is so rare. I think, especially with my, our types, our personality yeah. types. It's hard to do. Well, I think we're also just like, we don't need it. Yeah. So we can just go. Yeah, this isn't gonna. This isn't gonna work. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have something else, or do you want me to move into my things? Um. Well, I don't want to hog, but I just thought it was interesting. Of this, Jimmy like, hog away. Yeah. I this uh, the podcast is is has been interesting, you know, starting it up again and doing it because it just makes you think about the words you're saying and the thoughts knowing that people are going to listen so which also i would like to say we're already getting like over 40 people watching don't know who you are like we just said i don't know 40 people so (laughs) yeah i know like 20 i know like the three that listen pretty constant but everybody else hey don't know you but thanks (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously but it's interesting of like because that's what happened last time too i was like who are these people how is there a hundred people that listen to this? I don't know that many people. There's no way that this is someone like close enough to us that's just giving us like a, a pity watch. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a hundred people. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But the, it, like it really makes you, because it's being recorded and we're putting it up for people to see, like it, it really makes you think about what you're saying and the words you're choosing and you know, how you're thinking and all that kind of stuff. And I think we, we naturally do that a lot and and pretty well, but it just it makes it even more extreme. That's like, oh, other people will hear us. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it's 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 making me choose my words wisely and try not to like try not to come across come across as a know it all and and fake and all that kind of stuff because I just don't like that when I see it. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting because I'm very hesitant to say things or not even hesitant, but I'm, I take Calculated. a lot, yeah, I take a lot of time to think about the exact words I want to say, which probably is annoying because I am talking so slow and taking forever, but I just think it's kind of cool. And it's like, if other people were to do that, because I, I, the point of this is it's show me how lazy people are when they talk. They'll just, they'll just say shit Mm -hmm. and it's like, it has no weight to it to where this is making it feels like there's weight to the things I'm saying, because like, it's not just a conversation. Then when we leave and then everybody forgets about what's said, it's like, this is out there and we'll be out there and people can go back and look at it and listen again. That, I don't know. There's a, there's an appreciation for it of like, Oh, it's making me be more calculated and try to pick my words wisely and my thoughts and try to make sure they're thought out or at least being able to admit like, 
I don't, this isn't well thought out, well thought out, but I'm trying to put things together. And it's also making me notice how other people will just like, they'll just say stuff. And it's like, did you think about that fully before you said it? Or is it just whatever came to mind and now you say it and now like, you're not going to back it up or you don't have, you know, you haven't thought about it at all. It's just, you're being lazy and saying shit. And there's an appreciation for this, but then there's also the other side where I'm like, oh shit, I see all these other people just so lazy. It's just so lazy talking. I, yeah. Well, and that's for a selfish reason of why I wanted to do this as well is I, I want to get better at communication and being efficient and effective with my words and not rambling as much. And yeah also like you said like we said in the last one like not just talking about stuff i don't know anything about or not like i wanted to come across as curious and i'm thinking about it if it is something that i'm not certain about or have you know looked into or um personally experienced that i don't know our our communication has gotten so awesome over the years that I'm kind of wanting to then like be able to step back and watch it, especially because I'm the one that edits them. Like, Oh yeah. Hearing it talk and hearing our back and forth and, um, even seeing like, okay, when do I cut you off? When am I thinking like, like, shut up. Why are you talking? He's still talking. Why did you think you had a need to fill in that space there? Or like, am I, the calculated being yeah. more calculated and not from a space of manipulation or I'm trying to make every word make sense. And it's a perfect sentence that I'm going to say, but not wasting time with my words. Yeah. And being able to reflect back on them, I think is huge because now I'm then taking them out of this platform and using it in real life. And that's where I have a, a battle because like I, I, I don't want to waste time um, choosing my words, but at the same time, like I want to, I, w- I want to make sure I'm saying what I want to say and getting across what I want to say. Like, I don't want there to be misinterpretation or I don't want there to be um, the laziness of it. And I think that's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say what I want to say and have a good conversation And I think I'm noticing with other people that almost like they don't have the same agenda, which is not fair for me to, well, you need to be, you need to have my agenda. Like, let's have a good conversation, choose your words wisely. But it makes me appreciate the people that do pause and take a second to think about what they're saying and how they want to say it. Um, I really like that and I enjoy that uh, because it makes me think that they're, they're trying to pick their words how they want to pick them and being intentional with it rather than just like, I'm just going to say whatever just to fill the time or fill the space mm-hmm. because it's silent for two seconds. Um, and it's like they're actually almost like it, it, it seems like they're, they're more engaged then when you're kind of talking a little bit slower, you're trying to pick your words wisely and do that to where. I think people that just fly through the conversation it's like oh you're not really here 
like you're just talking and just like kind of trying to make points or just like do the rodeo of what a conversation is rather than having a conversation. And I, that's what I like about this is it's like, we're getting practice at talking mm-hmm. and having a conversation. It's like, Oh, you say something. And then I'm listening and trying to think about at the same time, like, where are my thoughts with that? And how do I respond to that? Rather than you talk, I talk, you talk, I talk. It's like, that's not a conversation. That's just people making points and then it goes nowhere and it's just random and sporadic, but I'm trying to get better at the, like knowing what I want to say and making it quicker rather than taking so much time. But it's like, I also like, I like the feeling of like, no, I'm really trying to think about how I want you to hear this. Yeah. And then you respond and then we talk and then I respond and, and we keep doing that rather than just people interrupting each other talking over each other and making points and nothing adds up to anything yeah cut to we both just talked for 15 minutes straight I know. <laughs> but that that's something that we talked about the other day is that would be so interesting for kids to do of siblings not saying that they would need to post it because you know depending on their age would that even be appropriate but just for them to be able to sit down and have a discussion and be able to hear themselves talk and and i think maybe even for families or couples you don't need to have a podcast (laughs) to do this but just to hear a recording of your guys's discussion might allow you to be able to step back from the moment step back from the emotions and just logically listen yeah because you know how many times are you in a conversation and there's a third person in the room and they're like you guys are actually saying the same thing yeah, or yeah, you're yeah. arguing but you're if you were to listen to yourself you're talking about the same thing you're actually agreeing you're just saying it in different ways you're allowing yourself to be the third person within your own conversation yeah that communication i think is so freaking important to me and like especially because we have worked on that for so many years and teaching little kids i'm trying to really sharpen my communication skills with them because I do tend to ramble. I do tend to add way more stuff to what I need to, to where I'm teaching two-year-olds. They're gone. Yeah. I lost lost their attention. So being efficient and effective with the communication, um, I think that could help people a lot. Yeah. Allowing yourself to hear yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's helped me a lot. It's, it's like it's annoying and embarrassing to hear yourself but then once you can kind of get past that and then you start to really listen to what you're saying rather than just the sound of your voice you start to pick up on like oh you're full of shit there Mm -hmm. like you don't know what you're saying you don't know what you're talking about and it just immediately makes you go like oh man like i gotta be better at this like i'm just kind of floating through just saying random bullshit i need to be more intentional with what i'm saying because it's like people are listening right it's like i think we right. kind of forget that like people are hearing what you're saying and that's always yeah and it's <laughs> always not just on the podcast <laughs> yeah it's always so it's like when you hear your own bullshit yeah you're like oh man like if i was not me and i like it's your chance to not be you for a second and talk to mm-hmm. somebody or talk to you without or listen to you without it being in your own freaking head and you're like oh that guy's full of shit Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it's so humbling. Well, that kind of goes into um, 
one of the other quotes, um, which is waste no more time. Arg- nope. That's not- yeah, yeah, yeah. Waste no more time arguing about what a good man should be. Be one. I think this is something that has happened to us a lot. Um, and something that we talk about with being humans is act upon things and like be the example that basically be the example that you want to be and mm-hmm. you want to see in other people and see in your future kids and all that kind of stuff that we do get pointed out a lot or asked questions or like our neighbor she always comments on like how fit we are and whatever it's like it's not like we're talking about it with her it's not like we are it's like it's just by the way that we act or people at the gym they ask us what we're doing and why or you know ask us about relationship stuff sometimes that again going back to your communication is no it's not like everything you say say has the weight of the world and i think some people also think it does and it really doesn't like some people it's okay if you don't have a voice upon everything that's fine yeah but you are talking to people and you are having people hear you talk and you're having your kids hear you talk that be conscious even a further example of being conscious of what you're putting out there because um it could plant a seed in someone and you want to make sure that it is a a seed that you wanted to be planted yeah no kidding you know yeah i I think with that um that quote it's like it's i mean that's the first thing that jumped out to me is of what you said of like i think the basis of it is being what you want to be and not just like talking about what you want to be um putting those things into action and making those decisions and it's it's difficult like it's hard when it's you know you're i don't know you're you you throw something in the trash at the gas station and you miss and it's like oh do i pick it up or do i just leave it nobody will know if i leave it it's like those are the little moments and decisions that i think builds your integrity and builds you into the person that you want to be it's like i want to be the person that picks it up and puts it in Mm -hmm. i don't want to be the person that leaves it and then leaves more work for the janitor or the person that cleans that place up and i think that's a somewhat simple example but there's more and more difficult examples of like do you do you maybe grab a do you grab a grocery cart from outside rather than inside and bring one in so that the guy has to take one less mm-hmm. it's like you didn't bring it out so why would i have to take it back in why mm-hmm. would i grab one out it's like i don't know i think there's a there's something awesome about like philosophy and the people that like write really cool things and sayings and the instagram accounts of like all the cool quotes and whatever but it's like how many of those people are actually doing that stuff mm-hmm. and living by that rather than just writing it it's like i want to be the person that does the things not just says them and it goes back to the having integrity with your word and, and what you say so it's like i want to know that everything i said today is actually what i feel and think and believe mm-hmm. and i can go to bed and sleep soundly knowing that rather than like oh i like was talking a bunch of bullshit to everybody today and not lying but like not really truthful and now i gotta deal with that it's like that's not the type of person that i want to be and there's something maybe arrogant about it but i'm still going to choose to believe it in this way of i to me 
I want to believe that I have an impact in a certain way, even if it's something so stupid. Like, yeah, what if I don't really know something about uh, a health thing, but then I'm talking to someone about it and they never talk to me again. They never look it up. They just take that as truth. And now they live their life doing that. What if like, yeah, "Yeah, I actually looked up and um, drinking a glass of wine every day is actually really healthy for you. Yeah. And like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then they just do that every day of their life. And they sleep like shit. They lived off of that. (laughs) Something I just said. Yeah. Or, you know, like you said, the cart example. I remember one time we were in the store and you're, I did this thing and you're like, that is a perfect example of why like i like you you didn't say those words that's definitely my verbiage but like that's a reason that i like you because you're like why did you do that it was the coolers that were in the front of the store like in walmart Mm -hmm. and one of the doors like it was like a sliding door and it was slid all the way open and it was so out of our way but i saw it and after i saw it i could not not do anything i had to go back and close the door yeah and you're like why did you do that and like to me there's so many things of I saw and if I walked away knowing that it was open, now I'm a accomplice. Now I'm a part of it. <laughs> and to, I'm thinking like, okay, well, I'm the way that I want to act is I'm envisioning someone's coming in. How excited I would be of I'm going to get a drink here. That's going to be the ha- the highlight of my day. That's going to be so fun. They go to that cooler and it's warm. Yeah. It's not super cold because the freaking door is open. Now that person maybe is a little bit more irritated. And then how are they going to act? Or what are they going to not spread as much awesomeness into the world because they're freaking drinking? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then it's like, and now it's just like, there's wasting energy. And like, why is it? It's open for no reason. All of that is in my head in that moment of just close it. Yeah. It's a simple act. And what if someone saw me do that? And then they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. Or yeah. that, you know, that's cool. I'm going to maybe do something like that too or whatever. It's just like, even now it's something so stupid of it could be one day and it could be one little action and maybe no one would have came and gotten a drink and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to believe that I have a little bit of an effect so that I choose what I say and what I do very wisely. Yeah. Rather well, than just like, I don't affect anything, so it doesn't really matter. And I think there's some, I think there is truth to that because I think it's like the person that left that door open doesn't think that they have an effect. Right. And it's like now, yeah. look, now look at the chain of events that happens. And I think it's, you have to, I think you need to be humbled about it of like, I maybe don't have the biggest effect. I'm not that arrogant to think right. like I can, you know, shape shift and change the world. But yeah, like it's going to affect somebody if, if I don't close the door or if I don't do whatever thing and I mean you can you could just see it it's like look at how many fucking grocery carts are just thrown in the middle of the parking lot it's like that pisses me off so much it's like you are that lazy that you can't take the cart to the cart corral thing and push it in there mm-hmm. it's just it's like, so so selfish it, it's just it's the most annoying shit to me in the world because it's it's that's an example of something that's so much larger to that person. Yeah. Like and you probably don't just do it with that. Right. 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 And it's, it's like that, that affects a lot of people. It's that thing of like, like you said, with the, the cooler thing and somebody grabbing a drink, it's the same thing. It's like, I, I've also been that worker at the grocery store that has to go grab those rogue carts. Mm-hmm. And now you're pissed off. 
because like now it's just like your day at work kind of sucks because all these carts are scattered around in the parking lot because people can't push their thing back. And it's like, so your little action of like, well, it's just one cart. It's like, yeah, but somebody has got to clean up your shit then. And now it affects them and their day sucks and they're pissed. And now they go home and they're pissed at their family or, or whoever they're with, or maybe they just have a shitty day. And now it's, it just continues to go that way. So it's like, you don't have a major effect, but you have a little bit of one. And it's like, you can make things a little bit better for yourself and other people. And I think, I think most people would, I don't know. I think they would feel a little bit better closing the thing going like, ah, that's cool. Like I actually did something. I did something out of my way today and it wasn't just so self-serving. Like it was actually for somebody else. And it's like a stupid little thing, like you said, but um, I don't know. To me, it's like, that's how we've, that's how we get into the situation where everybody's pissed about how society is and all this bullshit. And it's like, because we can't do the little things. Yeah. We can't put our fucking cart back. We can't close a cooler door. It's like, so you, and you expect us to be able to do the big things. It's like, you can't even get everybody on the same page with this. So I don't know, big ramble, big tangent, but it's like, that's where I'm just like having, I'm just so obsessed with just having integrity because it, it bothers me so much. And it's that lead by example thing. And I think the other layer and problem to this is nowadays, everybody wants, I mean, we're doing a podcast, so the irony is hilarious of it. I know, (laughs) but everybody wants to have a little clickbaity thing, whatever that it's like somebody would, I'm going to go do the right thing. And then they pull their phone out and film like, look at, we can't even close the cooler and do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And they make this shitty video about it. And they're just doing it to get a bunch of attention and clout and whatever. It's like, just close the cooler and walk on and try not to think about it mm-hmm. again, or just leave it to where everybody wants everybody to know, even, even in the grocery store, it's like, is somebody nearby though? Do you see this? Do you see this? It's like, just close the thing and move on. Mm-hmm. It's like, just do the nice thing. Be happy that you have the integrity and move on and then yeah. be done with it. It's like, do shit in silence. Yeah. As I'm talking into a microphone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you mark the time? I'm going to pee. Yeah. All right. We're back. And yes, we did take a potty break. So I do have a fresh application of chapstick so if it looks weird everybody looks different everybody's worried about that well i feel like in movies we always talk about like the continuity errors yeah like do you see that so yes if you are reeling about it i do have more chapstick on yeah my lips are shinier than they were two seconds ago (laughs) i this is where i have another uh push pull and like the contradiction of just push pull day yeah push pull day I I hate hearing myself talk about stuff like this and like preachy and trying to tell people to have integrity and be better and all that kind of stuff because I just I just I hate I hate hearing myself say that and do that but it's 
it goes back to the opinion and perspective thing i think like that's just that's my opinion of what the world is and what we should be doing and helping each other and having integrity and that stuff and it's the things that i'm interested in and try to be and do so i just i want it to come across i I want to be better at it coming across of this is who i am and what i like and i try to be you don't have to do that and be that but we might not mesh then it's like if you can't put your cart back we're just not the same person and <laughs> yeah should, it's should so hang silly, out yeah you know like yeah that's so it's such a stupid thing but it's just like i don't know i don't I, I don't like the podcasts and i don't like hearing the people that are like you should be this and do that and be this person and blah 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 i, I want to come from the point of view of like this is what has made me feel happier and like a better person and more fulfilled. And I think it helps other people too. And I think other people like, cause this, these are the types of podcasts that I get inspired by. And I like listening to, I like listening to people like Jocko and Lex Friedman and not saying we're that and, and, and <laughs> no, but in Ryan holiday, but it's like, this is what I'm interested in. Like, people thinking about shit and then talking about it yeah that, yeah that's really what i'm interested in and i want to try to be more like those people and strive to be more like those people and i want to find a way to just put more of that type of good content out rather than the other side of it that it's just these people preaching and being shitty and like telling people they suck and be better and you know the hardcore attitude it's like that's not who i am and what i want to be i i like i i try to toe the line back and forth of like i think people should do this more and be better at it but i like don't want to tell you what to do mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. i just i don't i i so badly don't want to come across as annoying and telling people what to do i, I want to come across of like just really trying to be a solid person and hopefully that can rub off and it's like what the the quote was you know it's like lead by example i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. try to lead by example and maybe give a couple things that a couple words that people can maybe take and run with but i don't want to be preachy and i don't want to be the opposite of that just talking shit all the time and saying to do all this stuff and then not do anything yeah well and and going back to what we brought up a few times already of this is why we're even doing a podcast is and that's what we almost like called like fly on the wall is it's really just these are the things that you and i talk about these are the things that we think very deeply on and for a long you know try to think about it and then experiment experiment with it ourselves in our own life and then be able to discuss it together and adapt and change and figure out ways that it works for us these are the types of topics and conversations that we have all day long and we we do get you know people wanting to talk to us about certain things or talk to us individually or get advice from us and you know our thought was like well that could be just interesting if we could just put it all into one thing and like have people listen to it and yes we like having one-on-one conversations with people but there's something about the types of things that people would ask us or want to talk to us about how there were similarities between both of us and how it's like oh wow people don't no or people are confused about these topics or they don't really understand why we live the way that we do or how we have the relationship that we do it's like 
we're kind of just trying to give you an insight to maybe answer some questions or think about things differently or yeah again just giving like a little fly on the wall view of who we are why we think these ways how we you know work discuss things together and yeah but not coming from a preachy of you should be like us <laughs> not at all just like no. this is where we're at this is how we got to that point this is where we continue to think about and you can listen and have your own opinions and thoughts and run with it on your own way. Well, it's like what I, I told you yesterday of like what I tell the kids about mobility. So I'm like, this is supposed to be boring. This is supposed to not be fun. Mm -hmm. And I, I think this somewhat of a parallel with this is it's like, I know I'm annoying. I know <laughs> I suck and I don't like, I don't like hearing myself and the things I say, but it's like. I'm aware, people. <laughs> like, I'm not an idiot. I know I'm fucking annoying. So, uh, I don't think you're annoying. But that's also probably why I can handle so many hours and hours and hours of talking to you. Yeah. Do you have anything that's kind of on everything? That same topic. Otherwise, I might have something that's kind of similar. No, I think that. I don't know. Just need to get that off my chest. I guess. It's like, I know I'm annoying. <laughs> okay. Don't have to tell me. <laughs> you can tell me. But <laughs> I know. I already know. Okay, so going, continuing, I guess, with the, like, you know, verbiage, communication, being the lead by example kind of thing. Um, we talked about with these kinds of quotes and um, with kids of how, you know, like, we wonder if it would be helpful to speak to them almost in these phrases and use mm. the same phrases kind of consistently because we heard on a podcast this one that we both are i don't know if we both thought this was a good one or if i just thought it was really good because i know you as a kid maybe this could have helped you is temper is weakness oh yeah and it's like okay if you just told your kid that even if they didn't maybe grasp it if they you know it's like kids when they hear a similar phrase over and over they remember it that I wonder if just the remembering it and planting it, they will start to question it. Because like one that you talk about all the time is like a body in motion stays in motion. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking of that. It's like, I just think it's so funny. Like How many things your dad probably wanted to teach you, but that had a, a, ring. a ring to yeah. it. And he probably said it like that every single time. Yeah. That, that's something we live by so aggressively yeah. that, you know maybe having your like coming up with phrases or something that is so deeply meaningful and can adapt throughout their age but like that like temper is weakness you throwing a fit or you outwardly showing your emotions as parents or as people we would see that as weak yeah. and we would like our kids to know that of that's not an appropriate way to handle yourself even if you are upset how do we do this with strength and integrity and maturity and grace not weak yeah well and i like those things because there's so much depth to them and, and they can apply in a lot of different situations and, and just like as you grow up and experience more things you you maybe think about that thing and come back to it and you can now take that tool or that phrase and apply it and it just it can mean so many different things and bring clarity to so many different things it's like there's been so many times where you know, I'm just like not feeling great about the stuff I'm doing that day or I'm just like feeling lazy or whatever. And, you know, whether I can think of it 
in that time or in that moment and correct it. Or it's like at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, you think about that body emotion stays in motion thing. It's like, ah, I did not do that today. It's like, I walked in the morning or I did my workout. And after my workout, like I started to not move and lost all that movement. And then it's like, you know, you take that body emotion stays in motion. Well, it's like the reverse is true. Also, it's like a body that's not in motion, like stays put. Basically Mm -hmm. you're fucking there for the rest of time that it's like, yeah, I, I didn't keep moving that day and it turns into me just doing nothing and sitting there. So it's cool to be able to pull from those things and they just come up at different points in life. And it's like that, you know, temper is weakness. It's like as a kid, that may mean one thing to them, but then as they get older, it might start to mean another thing or or come in a different, um, come in a different form. You know, it's like when they're at work and somebody's blowing up and instead of them reacting and getting pissy too they can go oh like temper is weakness so they might have like an insecurity about something Mm -hmm. or they may like have had a bad day or something weird might be going on it immediately calms you down and now you can approach it with the way that is going to be more helpful and you know more positive direction rather than like you having a temper now and you just exploding Mm -hmm. so I, i those things are so cool and it's just the cliche thing like there's so many of them that you can pull from and apply and i think like you're talking about with the kids it's you start doing that at a younger age and those things just stick Mm -hmm. and it's like those little simple not even a sentence long things and you know discipline equals freedom i was just just gonna say that is my favorite one yeah you just keep keep doing those i think those things sit in people more rather than you know having this very long conversation with the kid why you can't show your emotions this way and what emotions are and why are you feeling sad and yeah yeah i love that one that's one thing i i will i will say all the time is discipline equals freedom because that is so relevant at any age at any time no matter what it's like yeah if you have the discipline to put work in as an adult and do things that you need to do and do the hard things, the easier things are going to come easier. And you're also going to give yourself more freedom to be able to live a little bit larger and make riskier decisions. And same thing as a kid, it's like if you have the discipline to eat healthy and do your activities and go out and do the things that we're asking of you, you're probably gonna be able to play a little bit more and be able to like fully dive into that because the discipline is within the structure. Yeah. It's like, okay, if as a family, we're creating that structure, the structure is taken care of. Now you just have the time to explore and have fun and, you know, live it up a little bit. Yeah. More, more and more opportunities come then too. Mm -hmm. It's like you, you have that good discipline and you're doing all the things you're going to, whether it's work your way up or just get better at that thing. And then now new opportunities come and you're able to do more and cooler things and that just it continues to go and go and go and just gives you more and more freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I want to bring up one more thing or not. Do it. Bring it up. Um, I'm trying to think. I have three, but I don't know which one I want. Three? To do. But I don't, I'm not going to do all three. I'm just thinking which one do I want to do? Which one do I want to talk about? Um, well, we can do all three. Should we do rapid fire? 
I wonder if they're ever fired. Just okay. I'll just go in order. So I heard um, this girl talk about, I'll tell the story and then go based off of what it's meaning. So she bought a snake. So Oof. gross. But she bought a snake when it was a baby and brought and like had a tank for it. And she was doing the research of like, it's, I've had it for this long. Like it should be this big by now. Like it's, you know, how many months old, like it should be two times the size. Like it's not growing. I'm feeding it. I'm feeding it even more and nothing's happening with it. Nothing like it's not even shedding its skin. So she took it to the vet and she was like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Like it's this, like, you know, I've had it since this time. So like, I definitely know how old it is. And it's been the same, like little baby size. And the vet was, what size is the tank that you have? And she told him and he was like, well, that tank is too small for like what you want it to become like mm. if you want it to be this big the tank has to be bigger than what it is at right now mm-hmm. you have to put it in a home or in a thing that's larger than what it is so that it learns that it can grow to that to where it's only learning it is in this box you're only allowing it this amount of freedom this amount of wiggle room so it's not going to get bigger because then it's going to be uncomfortable in that space so as soon as you get a bigger tank it's going to grow to how big it's supposed to be and I think the obvious meaning behind that is just allowing yourself more expansion. Like you have to kind of set yourself in a place to expand into the person that you want to be and into the thing that you want to be that discuss. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, it's like, you know, don't put me in a box type of attitude or type of thought too. Like it's you're, I think that the, also the obvious thing to look at is like with kids, but I think as you grow up, you feel like you have less and less of an opportunity in this world or with what you want to do and whatnot that I think to apply it to yourself is also recommended and uh, positive because um, we start to do that. We experience more and more in life and we feel like the, like our ceiling is lower and lower and lower because things maybe didn't turn out the way that we wanted to. And I think the, the better mindset to have about it is there's always time. There's always opportunity and put yourself in those situations mm-hmm. or those open, you know, that put yourself in a big box so that you can you can fulfill it. You have the opportunity to fulfill it. But if you close yourself off to all of it or close your kids off to all of it, they're only going to grow so much. And it's, um, it just is kind of doing a disservice. And I don't know. I think it's just the, I think as a little bit older, you, you don't have the, the inspiration as much or the the dream thoughts as much that I think to try to reel those back and, and have those a little bit. Um, I think it's good. Like it's like it gives a little bit of purpose and something to something to strive for. Uh, that's a little bit bigger than maybe you thought you could do. Yes. And I think that's good. I think it gives purpose. It gives excitement to life and you can keep them to yourself and like just you don't have to share and tell everybody and all that but 
you can keep it keep it to yourself and like just try to have that try to keep your box big and just start grinding and mm-hmm. try to reach it and go for it and with your kids the same thing it's like try to allow them to grow and uh, like experience and be around Reach for something a little bit bigger than where they're at, at yeah the spot. yeah it's just like you don't want to you don't want to close off or hinder anybody and i don't know i think that's one of those things like some so we somewhat like uh know already a little bit is like don't do that but i think to to bring it up again and to talk about it again and it's like just a reminder of like yeah it's not late it's not uh not never gonna happen it's like it's still up to you and you just got to analyze the things that maybe you're you're closing your box a little bit and you got to look at those things and go "Eh, okay i gotta open this up a little bit more dream a little bit more than what i am maybe yeah and i think going back to what original um beginning of this was questioning yourself is questioning what things are what are you doing that's serving you in that and what are things that are doing you that it's hindering you or keeping you small what's what's a help what's helpful and feels safe to you and what is comfortable and it's too comfortable yeah well and i think like to pair with this too it's the you got to be okay with um you got to get better or, or more more just able to handle failure a little bit because there's also like the you know shoot for the moon and if you miss short you'll hit the stars type of thing it's like i wish there was a less lame way to say that to have that but it's like if you can just have the appreciation of yeah, I was going for the moon, but it didn't work out. But look at where I'm at anyways. Like, this is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot better of a life than, like, I'm just going to try to, like, touch the top. I'm just trying to get to the top of the tree. It's like, that. that's a short distance, and you're kind of underestimating yourself. Yeah. I, th- I just, I go on so many rambles and tangents, but it's, a, it's that. Mm-hmm. Like, stop underestimating yourself. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, like everybody else is. So, right. so you would be the one to believe in yeah, yourself. You're the fucking only one you got. So yeah, don't underestimate yourself and try to go for it. Go for the bigger things. Go for something a little bit more than what you maybe think you can even do because it's like, why, what the hell's the point then? Yeah. And this one kind of relates with it. Um, I just wrote having the X to get to the Y of having the mindset of, well, once I have this, it'll be good. Or once I have this, I'll be happy. Once I, you know, do this, I'll love how I look. Once I have this, like I'll like my life because I'll be with this person or whatever that I think appreciating and diving deeper into making what you have right now as best as it can be and then setting up steps for later. I think this thought process is just a spiral because A, you might not get there because of you're just focusing on the, I need to get it and the the desperation versus the actual productivity of setting up the steps to get there. And you're putting a lot in that basket of that's going to make me happy. It's like, again, taking the power outside of yourself Versus I can do it right now 
And then that's going to be a bonus when I get there. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say about that. It's about the journey, not the destination. Love it. Okay. And the last one. Um, That's something. Pause. Okay. That's what we talk about all the time, I feel like, is it's always about the anticipation. It's never about the actual thing. Like the anticipation of going and doing something that you don't want to do is always way worse than actually doing the thing. And same in the other direction. The anticipation of it's going to be so awesome when I uh, buy my first house and have this and everything's going to be fixed then. And then you buy that house and it's like, oh, this is kind of the same shit. Yeah. The anticipation is, uh, whether it's in the positive direction or negative negative direction, is, is always more than the actual thing. And that's something that I figured out a lot for myself is like, just temper that anticipation so it's like man i don't i really don't want to go to work today i really don't want to go do this thing i i just i'm dreading it and it's like this feeling is going to be way worse than when you actually get there and you're doing it sure and then same in the other way it's like my life is going to be so different when i'm doing this and have this or i can't wait for this thing and it's like okay calm down it's not going to be that good (laughs) like well because lower your (laughs) lower your expectation of like the anticipation of this it's like it's fun and have that excitement still but don't like act like it's gonna fix your life and solve your whole thing and again where it's about the the journey because it's about what you learn what you gain how you change along the way to get that that's where the value is Because if someone just plopped you right into that situation or the amount of money that you want or that career that you want, you're still bringing you with you. Yeah. Like you go into any situation. So if you suck now, guess what? You throw $100,000 on top of that. You still suck. You're just have a little bit more money to suck with. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, just because, oh yeah, I'm making, you know, 50 grand more this year. It's like, okay, are you a better person that much? Are you a better parent? To that amount, are you giving back to the places around you and people around you 50 grand worth? No? Yeah. Okay, yeah. then it's like you're not, you're not happier because you're still feeling you every yeah. day. Well, it's like unless that that 50 grand solves a financial issue, it's like that's all it's doing. Right. Like if you're like, oh, if, when I get 50 grand, I'm going to be so much happier. It's like, why? Well, I'll just like be making more money. It's like, okay, but why do you need to make more money? For what? It's like, well, let's just get more shit. It's like, <laughs> that's not happiness. Right. Like, that's not going to work out for you. Until yeah. you analyze it and then you can go, okay, well then, you know, I would be able to enjoy this more because I'd go out to eat more or I'd go on a vacation more or be whatever. More intentional. But again, you are still bringing you to yeah. the vacation. You're bringing you to the restaurant. <laughs> like, yeah. you are with you. So fix yourself. I, that Bring ha- it back in. That happens every time. Like we go on a vacation or we go do something. It's like, or we go back home. It's like the anticipation is so exciting and fun and you're going. Yeah. And then we get wherever we're going and it's like, oh, I'm still like thinking the same way that I think. Right. And it's like whatever issues are right now, they're still kind of on my mind. Right. I'm just in a different location <laughs> thinking about them. It's like, God damn it. I thought I could get away from it. Yeah. That's so funny. You're just in a different location with the same thoughts. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Um, did I delete what I had in there? Maybe I'm not supposed to talk about it, I guess. Huh. I deleted it. Um, but the thinking, I was thinking of this thought of when I was on the treadmill walking one morning, tradition and evolution is how much tradition do you need in order to evolve and learn from it? And how much do you need to break away from tradition in order to evolve? Hmm. Maybe there's nothing to discuss there. Maybe it's just... That's a thought to think about as we... Because <laughs> I don't really know what I think about it. I'm just... That was something that came to my mind. Yeah. I love the stories of... Like... Families that built something... And that... Continues on. Like, I... I, I really like those. And I'm always curious or interested in how to keep those going and running. And I think that's where the evolution part comes in, but I don't know how, you know, because there's how many, how many shows or movies about this family and everything's falling apart now and they're rich and mm -hmm. all this type of shit. And, and it's like, Oh, how does it, you know, and it's just whatever it's a, a show or a movie, but you know, that's happens how often in our lifetime of, the super wealthy family and legacy family it's just dwindles away and it falls apart and now we don't even know of them or who they were or what they are and it's always interesting to to me of how did it fall apart and for the ones that are still going how does it continue to go you know it's like you look at like like elon musk type of thing that type of wealth or whatever and he's got how many kids and whatever. It's like, is there an emphasis to keep that kind of legacy thing going? Or is he, is he just kind of a one-off? It's like, he just made a bunch of money and has, is doing a bunch of shit. And then we'll just kind of disappear. And we won't really know of his kids and know of any of that versus like back in the day, you know, like the Vanderbilt family type of thing where it's like, mm -hmm. they have this big legacy and the kids want to do what the family's doing and family business and all that kind of stuff. And, it's like how do you how do you manage to keep those things going and it's i don't know there's got to be some sort of like you're keeping a tradition with also evolving okay so i think what i was thinking about when you were talking of that is tying back into the i hungry the identity and identity of whatever family it is and being able to break away from that and again like not having it be something outside of you but more of morals and behaviors that maybe that's where the evolution can come from is okay in this family we really value you know integrity and being a good person and kind of like leaving something good with wherever you go and the mark being something positive and, and a positive change. So then you roll with that as a kid and you create your own individual version of that, but the moral and the basis is still the same. 
but you do that in however way you want. Does it mean that you have to be in the same careers that we were? It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, be into the same things or whatever, mm -hmm. or like say family, like we really want, you know, our crew to be our crew and have like family be something that's fun. They don't necessarily need to be all gung ho about family. It's just whatever their version of being a good parent is. It doesn't have to be exactly the ways that we did it, but it's their individual version of that is maybe where it's like it's steeped in tradition of the values but the evolution is how you roll with that like how you take that idea and run with it well and i think that's interesting like what you're how you're putting together the tradition part because that to me is like it's the same thing i was thinking about or, or t talking about too with the identity thing is like we attach to the wrong things and i think we do that with tradition too. It's like, even when I was talking about of like Musk or, or Vanderbilt or whatever, I, I'm talking about like the business that they built towards like, it's not about any of that. It's about what you're talking about of the values and the morals and good people. It's like, but I think when we go tradition, we think about the very specific, like we all get together at this time every single year and do this thing. And, or like every, we always play this game on this holiday right, right. or we um i'm trying to think of like i listen to like the greenfields like i feel like they have a lot of those things yeah like to where it's like you're you're kind of putting the just like the identity thing you're putting the traditions into these things that could fall apart or go away rather than but it doesn't mean that the value changes yeah but but that's where the emphasis should be put that's what i'm saying on yeah. the values yeah. and the yeah. morals because if it's a, if it's all about like well, we have to do this every year because that's just what we've done every year. It's like, well, what happens when like people start to just kind of drift and now you're not doing it. It's like now your whole concept of tradition is completely shattered and you think everything's falling apart, but it's like, no, the tradition of it should be, we're all really good people and we all have really good values and morals and we try to a good relationship with each other. Yeah. It's like, those are the more important things anyways it's that is like always the thing it's the unsexy version yeah that is the most valuable but it's the the flair and the this and the that that everybody wants to have they all want the like we send the family christmas card every year and it's always us and we're always looking amazing and all this type of shit and it's like you all hate each other yeah <laughs> your whole family hates each other yeah and you're sending a fucking christmas card yeah it's like you picked the wrong thing to put emphasis on well it's like what we've talked about with kids and like tradition of a very basic tradition of like holidays it's like we both grew up where christmas was a th maybe a christmas was a big thing or for me like fourth of july was a big thing for our kids it, that might not be the case like christmas is probably not going to be a big thing in our family but doesn't mean that the idea of getting together when you know things are a little bit less crazy and you're off of sports or school or whatever it is like we're spending time to do something fun as a family like that doesn't necessarily have to be tied around we always do the christmas tree and then we drink hot chocolate while we do it and then we have to listen right. to the song while we do it or whatever right it's just creating our own new thing with our family and then i hope they do something like that with something that they care about yeah. And it be their own version 
even if it is the exact same as how we do it or it's like yeah i just like the concept of that yeah and it could be something totally different you go rock climbing with your family <laughs> you're like whatever like it could be something so silly but that is what the i think the change is it's like you're adapting it to the your own individual experience yeah well and it's just like you i don't know it's like I feel like we, I feel like it's every podcast we bring it up somehow, but like, it's like your dad's Christmas. It's like one of the best ones. Cause it's just like, he walks It's so up, individualized to us. Yeah. It's a, it's so our own thing yeah. and it's so not like the traditional glamorous everything, but it's like, this is exactly how everybody in this room wants it to be <laughs> and likes it. And that's, what's awesome about it. Yeah. And I, I think like it's like the tradition of it is us all feeling that way about it and keeping yeah. that going. Not the like, well, it has to be this thing and or at this place or mm -hmm. at this day and time and doing all these specific things, this meal. And you know, like you said, this hot chocolate or whatever. it's like, it's not about any of that. You're getting away from the point of like, no, it's about like, the values mm -hmm. and us being together. Just that alone. Let's getting together difficult. and doing an activity and things that, we all generally kind of have joy in. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because mm -hmm. that gets harder and harder to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like if you're holding on to the. The logistics almost. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're you're losing the the true essence of what the tradition is. It's like the tradition is not those things. If the tradition is like, I don't know, for the 400th time, it's the values. Mm -hmm. It's what the, the important stuff. Yeah. That's all my things. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for watching. <laughs> Hard close. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>